G'day guys, Lethal here from the RV Tour. Just mixing it up a little bit this week. Um, I, unfortunately, our guest for this episode um, was he's been tied up uh, in interstate travel, um, Jim Pemmon. Um, but you know, we, we we push on. We've got a we've got a, an opportunity because in him being away has given me an opportunity to uh, catch up on a few things, and I get a lot of questions all the time about I want to do it. I want to buy a motorhome, and I want to do it. So. This week, uh, this episode, episode eight, is going to be all about how you do it, how you sort of take from throwing your toe into it to getting out there and doing it. So come along. Here we go. We'll join in and uh, we'll we'll have a discussion from me giving you some support and some some opportunities to uh, to buy and and buy that RV that you want to do and you want to be able to go away on your own or you want to be able to go away with the family. So here we go. Okay, well, here we go. It's Lethal from the RV Tour. I'm your host for the show. And this week, we're going to be talking about the joys, lots of them, but also those challenges of traveling in a motorhome, the the, the house on wheels, the, the whatever you want to call it. But, uh, you know, it's 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 about the motorhome this week and the, the variances and the different bits and pieces around it. So here we go. Come along. Let's go. Righto, let's get into it. Righto, for many people, um, you know, the motorhome is that ultimate adventure. You know, they want to be able to get up in the morning, make a coffee, make a, you know, get out of bed, make a coffee, you know, go to the toilet. Don't, don't have to go anywhere. It's all within inside the four walls that they, yesterday or that last night when they pulled up, they were steering that, you know, that thing down the road. So they're on the black road, on the black stuff, and they're traveling in the highway. So you know, there's just something magical about hitting the open road and exploring new places from the comfort of your own home, you know? And guess what? It's on wheels. You're just traveling down the highway. You're traveling in your motorhome, but it also requires a level of preparation and know-how. So today we're going to step through, you know, in, in this episode, we're going to step through a little bit about, you know, we're going to talk you through pretty much everything you need to know about making your motorhome that trip but it's also going to be that trip that's a success. So the little things, the sweeteners around, you know, what you need to do to get yourself down that highway, down the black stuff, as I call it. It's an old motor racing term of mine, but, you know, down the black stuff and, you know, giving you the opportunity to pull up at those rest spots along the way and, um, you know, have a, having that break that you want to in that motorhome. So, okay, so a lot of the time it's 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 the old... Uh, scenario around you know what do I do how do I do it so but you know start with the basics you know if you're new to this motorhome traveling and you know you might be one you know what sort of motorhome to choose there is so many different variables today motorhomes are available in all shapes and sizes on all different platforms but it comes back to what you're after you can go from the small camper van for instance you know, uh, uh, in, in layman's terms, they call them two bursts or a two-person van. Typically, they're based on the the uh, the Fiat Ducato or the you know the the Mercedes Sprinter or the Mercedes Crafter platform. Um, and generally, they're that sort of you know just a simple sort of courier van converted into a mobile home. You then step up to what's known as your Class A. 
um, or your, you know, your, your larger motorhomes. And they're generally on the bigger vehicles. They're, a, you know, they're generally a four berth, a six berth. They got that funny looking cone over the front of them. The cone is known as the Luton, but generally up there, it's another bed. It's a double bed that you can sleep a couple of people up there. Um, but, you know, these are the bigger vehicles. They're based on generally, again, um, you know, generally a, a commercial type vehicle or a light truck scenario. So Iveco, uh, Fiat, Renault, Mercedes-Benz, um, you know, there's numerous types. Um, and then if you want to go to the whole hog, you go old school and, and go to the big Winnebago, the buses. So, you know, there's a 28-footer, a 38-footer, generally the typical sizes in them. Or if you want to go old school, again, there's plenty of people that are converted Toyota Coaster buses and so forth into them. So motorhomes come in a variable, and it comes back to two things. The budget that you have. You can buy something for $15,000 that'll get you up and down the highway and, and, you know, go to your local surf beach and pull up there. Or you can spend quarter of a million dollars or a lot more on those big extravagant motorhomes. So, you know, it comes back to what you want. But it depends on your personal preferences. Stick to your budget. Stick to your travel plans. You know, you know where you want to go, so you need to have the vehicle that's going to take you there. So please create a budget and then work within that budget. And sometimes if you're buying secondhand, you might have to create a budget that's going to buy you the vehicle and then create the experience around that with a little bit of niceties, et cetera, that you want so that you can have that when you go away. So again, easy to buy a motorhome, but make sure that you buy the right one so we don't want you buying the wrong thing. Okay, so once you've chosen that motorhome, once you've chosen it, I know what I want, I know how I want to do it, and I know what I want to go and where I want to get in that thing. It's important to make sure that your equipment has got everything that you need or what we class as the essentials. You know, these are, and, and it may seem simply, but a, you know, a reliable GPS system, you know, the first aid kit, fire extinguisher, plenty of food, plenty of water. You, you've got your motorhome basics. So you've got, you know, a shower, a toilet, a kitchen. Kitchen's got a microwave. Kitchen's got points, whether it be 12 volt point to, to, to house your pump to pump your water. Water's critical in a motorhome, sometimes more water. Is it going to be able to do the things that I want to be able to do? Can you sleep in it comfortably? You know, do you need to watch TV, but has it got a radio? Um, you know, are you after those conveniences from home to take with you? A lot of people, when they go, they just want to forget about the world. So as long as they got a bed, they got a kitchen, they got a shower, they got a toilet, they got the necessities that they want to have a lifestyle, they don't need all these other. Lots of other people want all those other, you know, the ancillaries around. How do I make my percolated coffee? Or how do I have my pod coffee? Or how do I do this? How do I use my hair straightener? You need to work out in the buy what, like I said earlier in this podcast, is you buy the vehicle, then what do you have to add to it to make it to the vehicle that you want to be able to have? And whether it's a two-day, three-day trip or it's an 18-month trip around this great land, you need to be able to have the opportunity to create that experience. Again, comes back to a budget. But you also want to make sure that your motorhome's in good working order and it's either a brand new one that you know is going to be reliable, hopefully, or you've serviced, you know, the vehicle's got a service history and it's been serviced recently. So you don't have to worry about all those other little bits and pieces when you start hitting the road. But, you know, again, choose your motorhome wisely. 
you need to make sure that the four wheels with the four, with the four walls on it is going to take you down the black stuff and it's going to get you to that experience that you deserve. There's no point spending 20, 30, 40, 150, $200,000 and then go, I've done the wrong thing or it doesn't do what I want or it doesn't take me where I want to go. You need to do your research. And that research, and I'm happy I'll put my details in the bottom, if you need help on sourcing this, come back and ask me. Lethal's here to help you. There's many people that I can call on in the industry to make sure that we point you in the right direction and we get you into that motorhome. A, you've choose, chosen right, but it's important that it's got all the equipment in it that you need to give you that experience whilst you're away. So please, that's I, I can't reiterate it more. I've been in this industry, the whatever you want to call it, the touring, the hospitality, the off-road, the camper van, the you know, the, 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 even back in my motor racing days, there was people that bought stuff that was just wrong. But you've got to be able to spend that money and know that when you go away, it's going to do what you want to do. Okay? So I can't reiterate it more. Ask and ask again. Okay, so now that you've got your motor home, what supplies and all the other bits and pieces, it's time to work out where you're going to go. You need to plan ahead. You know, you could be Brisbane-based, you could be Sydney-based, and you're going to go up into the Blue Mountains. You're going to be in Melbourne, and you're going to go up into the high country. If you're in Adelaide, you're going to go to the hills. In Perth, you're going to go south to, you know, you know, down through the Margaret River to, to do a tour of the wineries. It's just get that weekend away. I can pull up in a place, and I can set out the chairs. I can wind out the awning. I can do the things that I want to do, but there's no point doing that unless you're prepared to go. So, yes, it's time to hit the road. And, you know, one of the biggest benefits of motor racing, uh, of motorhome traveling, I brought back motor racing again, stupid me, but, um, you know, motor racing has been a big part of my life. So, but motorhome travel is the flexibility that offers you to do what you want to. You can go wherever you want. At the end of the day, you can go wherever you want and you can do whenever you want, whenever you want. It's your call. Get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and go for a drive. Plan your stuff. It doesn't matter. And you know, the best thing about a motorhome is you can stay as long as you like. If you're off grid, it really comes back to the solution that you've provided to get you off grid. Some people now are having 10 to 14 days off grid. No problems at all, as long as you've got good weather. But you know, the off grid solution, if you pull up in a caravan park, you know, you can be, you know, hooked up to a powered site, you'll be there for a month. It doesn't matter. The flexibility is yours, but it comes back to what you want. And it's that stay, whether it's a weekend away or it's, a, you know, a month at a time. You know, whether you want to explore, you know, national parks, little towns, you'd be surprised what's inside these little towns. You're driving down the highway and you see one pub, post office, four houses. Pull up and stop and have a look. You know, there's, there's so much to do once you get out of these bustling cities. Like I said, I've got a couple that I'm going to interview down the track. Um, you know, they're, they're a beautiful couple and they're, they're currently traveling this country yeah, and their, their, their Instagram uh, post or their Instagram uh, tagline is, you know, it's not now. Seriously, guys, these are on their second lap around this country and they haven't, Sophie and Duncan, haven't seen this whole country. They drive down the highway and I hear there's numerous times that they see from multitudes of people that are traveling this country that they see a track, 
where does that go? You don't know where it goes, so shoot off and have a look, you know. Like I said, these little towns, I've all got their own little quirkiness about them. It could, see, could be something that takes you back to the, you know, the early settler days of the late 1700s, early 1800s. Or it could be something that's happened recently that's put them on the map. So, you know, the possibilities are endless. And those possibilities are only coming from what you're doing and what you're exploring. So, you know, get out there and have a look. So, of course, traveling in a motorhome also comes with its fair share of challenges. You know, the, the biggest challenge you'll come along with is safety. You know, motorhomes aren't a, you know, a car on wheels. These are a truck or a commercial vehicle, generally, nine times out of ten. And you need to be aware of your surroundings. All of a sudden, you're now three and a half meters high, three and a half meters wide, some of these eight to nine meters long. If you go to the bigger bagos, like I said earlier, the 38 feet, 38 feet in old men's town was what, 11, 12 meters long. Um, they take, you know, they take all the precautions and all the thinking and all the preparations around it because all of a sudden these things are bigger. They're bigger to, um, you know, they're bigger to pull up. Uh, they're, they're, they're harder to drive up hills. Um, they do all those things, you know, you get many times and, and Seriously, the, the latest vehicles, the Ivecos and the Mercedes and all that, these things will travel at the 110 kilometers an hour all day, every day. They'll sit on that and they'll do that all day, every day. But some of the older vehicles, the coaster buses and so forth, you got to coax these things along the highway. They'll sit on their 80 or 90 Ks, come to a hill, you back down the gears and you're chasing it. You know, you back down through the box and you're getting this thing up a hill and once you go over the other side, you're away again. But, you know, just be aware of, of, your awareness of what this vehicle is, the size of it. Um, you know, it takes a different aspect to uh, to park this thing, negotiate this thing. If you're not doing it right, you're going to create damage. And there's a lot of panel be you know, panel shops around this country that specialize in RV repair that love people that don't prepare. They drive into shopping centers and they catch overhangs and so forth. All of a sudden you're tearing holes in Luton Peaks or sidewalls or, you know, etc. When you're reversing back, you might think that the tree is that far away, but the tree has overhangs that can do damage to the vehicle. So you just got to be aware of all your surroundings when you're inside this vehicle. And if you're traveling alone, it makes it harder. If you're traveling in what we call a husband and wife team or a couple team or, or that sort of thing, you've got a buddy. A buddy can get out and a buddy can help you when you're parking this thing. A buddy can also help you when you're driving because they can see stuff in the side mirror you know, if you're in the fast lane and you're overtaking people, they can help you pull back in safely into that merge lane. When you're merging onto highways, you know, four sets of eyes is better than two sets of eyes. So just be mindful of your surroundings and making sure that what you want to do is going to get you to that next rest stop. Everything you need to do is all about that planning. Every time you head off, you should know that I'm driving 170 k's today, I'm driving 120 k's today, I'm driving 300 k's today. You know what's on that journey. You know that you can travel safely. There's no overhanging bridges. There's nothing going to stop you on that highway. But your motorhome is going to get you to that next location and you start to experience all over again. So I can't say it easy. It's easy to overcome challenges and that comes from preparation. And it's making sure that you then 
and your family, if there's a family, but if you're traveling alone, is that you're self-sufficient, but you know, you have the opportunity to do what you want to do. The biggest thing also when you're out there is safety when you're locked up. So when you stop up at night, you know, don't just think because you do it at home that it's safe to do it here. And I'm not saying that this country is not safe, but it's just awareness again. Make sure that you do simple things like lock your doors. You know, windows in most motorhomes these days have blinds and security screens and so forth on them. So you can do that. And if you're in an isolated area or what you class as you don't think it's right or an unsafe sort of area, just take that little bit of extra precaution again. But, you know, motorhomes, they've got fly screens on them. Shut the, you know, leave the fly screens, leave the windows open, etc. You can sleep with your windows down. You can add security systems to homes these days to help you. But, you know, most most definitely lock your doors when you sleep at night because, uh, yeah, we hear all sorts of stories out there of people that enter motorhomes at night and you're sound asleep and you don't even know they've been in. So just keep your awareness around you at all times when you're parked up because, you know, there's nothing worse than, you know, having any issues overnight. Most motorhomes these days, like I said, have got fly screens or midget screens. They're going to stop the bugbears coming in and biting you during the night. It's the other bite that you don't want to get. So just think about what you're doing and making sure that safety. Like I said, you could live in a great little rural town now that you don't. You can walk out any. You can go down the shops without shutting your front door. You can't do that in a lot of places in this country because there's people that want to take stuff that you you you've owned and you you cherish and and you, you know you've paid good money for. So just think about it and make sure that you're safe. Another challenge with motorhomes, and I am keep saying the word challenge, I'm not trying to put you off. Motorhomes are by far the best way to have a great holiday in this country and get out there and see this space. But, you know, you need to be self-sufficient. You know, you're going to have to cook your own meals. A lot of times you pull up, yeah, there might be Hungry Jacks or KFC in the town that you, you've either just gone through or, or, you know, or you're coming towards, but there's nothing better than cooking a home-cooked meal inside your motorhome and most motorhomes these days have got enough uh, stove or oven or cook space and you know even to the to the creation now of you know inverted cooktops and all that you can cook a great meal in a very short amount of time just the same as you are cooking at home so there's nothing stopping you from home and a beautiful home cooked meal in your motorhome the biggest problem that you have is that you don't have as much space to, you know, to have your waste. You can't just walk out the back door and throw your, your, your peelings and so forth in a compost tumbler. You can't, you know, have all your beers or your wines at night, etc., and just throw them in the recycle bin. A lot of places don't have that, and you've got to take your waste with you. So you've got to be mindful that generally what you bring is what you take with you. So you know, until the next stop and you can get rid of that. You know, conserve your water. Average water home, on a, a water tank on a motorhome is 85 to 125 litres. If it hasn't had an upgrade for another tank, up to another 100 litres or so, you're probably only going to have two or three days of water. Um, so you need to conserve your water. Electricity, power, whatever you want to call it. Again, if you're off grid, you need to conserve it. So during the day, you know, utilising and turning off you know, items that you don't need. Most motorhomes these days are full of LED, um, so you can have lights on because they draw very little power. Stereos, TVs, all that sort of stuff today still draws power, but nowhere near what they used to because the technology is just getting better and better. So again, utilize what you need 
and use what you need. If you don't need it, don't turn it on. You know, the the fridge should be running on gas if you're off-grid. Solar panel certainly will going to give you a lot more power, um, you know, and charge up those, you know, those batteries that are going to get you through the night. So just be mindful, uh, you know, you need to learn and, and utilize, get used to what your motorhome is doing. So, you know, making sure that you're going to get through the night and the next day. But again, with a little prep, you know, a little prep, uh, a little preparation, but, a, you know, a bit of practice and preparation, you're going to, these challenges are going to come more and more easy for you and you're going to overcome them a lot easier. So it's just learning what your vehicle does, your idiosyncrasies around it. And just because you've got an Iveco and the person down the road's got an Iveco motorhome, don't think it's exactly the same. They all behave differently. So, you know, make sure that you know what your vehicle does because it's never going to be the same. All right? So despite these challenges, you know, probably the biggest thing is, you know, the the reward that these things do. You know, the rewards in a motorhome, the travel, are immense. You know, the biggest thing is that you're going to meet new people along the way. You're going to have people that have like-for-like -like vehicles. All of a sudden, you become a group. All of a sudden, you can come, you know, do tag-alongs, etc., for them. You can meet up in groups. Um, you know, a well-known feature uh, uh, of motorhome travel, caravan travel, or RV traveling, whatever you want to call it, the RV tour, is that generally rest stops, meetups, caravan parks, uh, you know, uh, showgrounds, all those generally have a five o'clock happy hour every afternoon. That's where the people get together and they share their experiences. They share the good things about what their motorhome does. They share the bad things about what their motorhome does. But again, it's not gospel, but enjoying a bevy while you're sitting around with a group of like-minded people, people that you've never seen before, other than you've passed them on the highway um, or you saw them at that local servo or you know, you've, you've, you've heard them on the, the UHF radio when you're traveling, they're now staying at the same place that you're staying, and it's a great way to meet them. They could be from Timbuktu for all you know, but, you know, this is where you make friendships along the way. These are the ways that you create life experiences. <coughs> Pardon me. And you've got people that now travel yearly in a group with the same people they've met over the last 10, 12, 15, 20 years. And these are lifelong friends that you become travelers with. But, you know, they're going to be truly and unforgettable. These experiences are lifelong and, and they're certainly enjoyable. So when you're ready to rest and recharge, like I said, you know, you can always find that restful spot. But just know that there's other people there that are pulled up and they're just putting their feet up. They're grabbing a brew or they're grabbing a berry um, and they're going to sit back and have a relax because they've had their journey. They've done their 50, 20, 100, 200, 300 kilometers for the day. Then they're going to put their feet up have a bevy, have a brew, then they'll get into their tucker before they, you know, they, they go looking for the, the off switch and they, they lay down and rest their heads so they do it all again the next day. Some will stay there for a few days, some will move on. But, you know, like I said, these are people that you've seen on the highway. These are people that you've seen on the, 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 the servo service or they talked on the UHF radio or you've given that finger, you know, you've given them that one finger salute to say, g'day, there you go. It's another Daintree owner or it's another Jayco owner or it's, you know, it's a, it's another person in a Winnebago. They're people that you've sort of caught up along the road. So be friendly, be nice, 
share your information. You know, you've got things in your motorhome that they might not know about. You've got problems in your motorhome that they not, might not know about. You've got little tracks. Hey, I just stopped, you know, 15 kilometers back out of town. You've got to go and see this spot. You know, there's just this, the, you know, turn right at the overhanging tree next to the big rock and, you know, there's a great look out there and you can see all the open plain of, you know, the Winton Plainlands or whatever it is. But, you know, that's where you go and that's where you see and you hear the little things that people are saying. Some of these people have been traveling this great country for many years. They've done it in the caravan. They've done it in the camper. They've done it in the four-wheel drive. Now they've got a motorhome. But these people have done this road. They've been up and down this black stuff more than you, you can ever poke a stick at. You're the newbie. Listen to what they're telling you. Listen to where they're telling you to buy their fuel, buy their food, buy this, buy that. You know, they're giving you the tips of what the open road is all about, but they're also giving you the tips about how you're going to enjoy your travel in your motorhome. So, you know, this is this is one of the best experience builders you can ever do. If you're doing it on your own, you're going to build a lifetime of memories for yourself. If you're doing it as a uh, as a couple, if we're doing it as a family, you're going to build lifetime experiences for you and your loved ones that you can't buy by hopping on an aeroplane and flying to the other side of the world. You're traveling in your own backyard in a in a box with four wheels that's got the same comforts that you've got in your own home that you live at in the suburbs of you know Brisbane, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Adelaide, Perth, NT, no matter where you are. You know, you, you live in some of the best parts of the world, but you'd be surprised what your motorhome, the big windscreen when you're driving up the highway and what you're looking at through that big windscreen is what's giving you the opportunity to now create photographic memories or, or, you know, photogenic memories in your brain that you can now talk about to other people to say, this is one of the greatest countries. Australia is by far one of the greatest countries with some of the best cultural, some of the best uh, environmental, some of the best ecological, some of the best natural wonders that you can now do because you're hanging on to that steering wheel and you're traveling up and down that black highway looking for them. So, if you're thinking about hitting the road in a motorhome, my advice to you, I really, really seriously, I've got five words, and that is, go for it, guys. You will not regret, regret your experience of buying a motorhome, and you will not regret, regret the journey and the memories that this little box on wheels is going to create for you as a single as a family, as a unit. This is going to create more memories than seriously hopping on a plane and flying to Spain or something like that. You've got so much in your own backyard. You've got so much that we can challenge yourselves to get out there, hold onto the steering wheel and travel up the highway because this is an open road to an open book and it's up to you to colour it in, guys. So I thank you. That's all there is for today. I know it might be babbling on or whatever but you know like i said i've got a lot of experience traveling all over this country i've traveled up and down this highway through my motor racing days through my holidays and 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 my tours and, and trips with my family but also as you know a rep working for the big companies and so forth which uh, you know gives you the opportunity to to share and travel around this great country so thanks for tuning in um sure you know you'll be sure to join me again next time but you know i'll have some more great tips 
and I'll have some more advice on, you know, the touring and the traveling. But again, until then, safe travels, grab that steering wheel, head up the black road. Okay, thanks for joining me. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed that. I know that, uh, you know, that was heartfelt. That was that was from the core of me. Um, I get a lot of phone calls. I catch up with a lot of people at the shows around this country. Um, and a lot of people that come into the workplace that I work at that ask me, I'm looking to do it. What do I do? How do I do it? So I hope you got something out of that. If you know somebody that's thinking about putting the toe in or jumping in, Tell them to listen to this podcast and I hope that they get something out of it because like I say, I'm pretty passionate about this country and the travel aspect of it. But you know, there's so many great things about it and that motorhome is going to give them that experience. So once again, thanks to that and thank you very much for uh, for joining me. Please hit that subscribe, please share. Um, you know, we're growing very nicely, but um, you know, I need everybody to listen to Lethal and the RV Tour because you know, we're going places and I want you guys to come along with me. So until next time, thank you very much.